2: It's The List and your boy at Fightful.com. Fightful.com.
0: With Jimmy Van and Sean Ross Sapp.
2: they're on fire. Oh, boom shakalaka. 200 strong.
0: What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. It is November 30th, 2022. This is Fightful Wrestling's List and your boy. Uh, I am not turning the lights on today, so you guys are going (laughs) to deal with the dimly lit SRS uh, battling COVID right now. It was real bad after Monday Night Raw. It was even worse yesterday, but I can stand up right now, Jimmy, so I'm coming to work. How about that? I'm not taking off weeks with violent diarrhea like some people on this show. You know, Sean...
1: Just to let you know the level of respect that I have for my colleagues and coworkers, I could have gone to town on Twitter today about your violent diarrhea, and I could have gone on about Sean as a pussy and all of that. God, let's get I demonetized. Didn't, really, I didn't, because really I'm a respectful guy, so I, I didn't bother doing that. But uh, glad you're doing all right. COVID hits some harder than others. I had it once, <laughs> didn't affect my day at all. But it, it depends on you know, hits everybody differently. So.
0: Well, I had it the first time. This is this is the sickest I've been like sustained like maybe ever. Yesterday, I actually
1: thought this was your first time. So this is, isn't your first time.
0: Oh no, I'm oh. so I'm pretty sure that I had it last year, uh, right before my wife had it. But I had uh. a runny nose and I don't know if you remembered, but my neck was hurting so bad. I thought I had broke my neck at that point, but I had a tendon that was like like a, a really bad spasm in it. And I had to get that checked out, and that was fine. But I thought the body aches were just, I was like, broke my neck again. And that when you break your neck, your whole body ends up hurting. So I thought that's what that was. And I had like a little runny nose. My wife caught COVID. Pretty sure I had it then. The first time I had COVID, I think is right before they started to diagnose COVID. And I thought I was going to die that night. I thought I I was like shaking and like I was bouncing off my, my sheets. I was shivering so bad. It was rough. It was You really, were bouncing really
1: off rough. your sheet, Sean.
0: Yeah, it was uh, horrifying. I thought I was going to die that night and I was sick that week, but I'm sicker now than I was then. But that was the scariest part because then, you know, I didn't know what it was. Uh, but either way, uh, thank you guys for the well wishes. If you want to send us even more well wishes, you can donate super chats or humper chats. We have been getting spanked pretty hard by the YouTube algorithm of late. So uh, if you don't mind, share this on social media as well because uh, sometimes YouTube isn't letting you guys know uh, when we go live. We have talked to our partner manager who has said, yes, this is not normal. That sucks. So we're going to try to get that rectified. But until then, help us out a little bit. Share these on social media. Let the people know. But leave super chats. Leave humper chats uh, to get your questions or statements right on the air. Uh, I will ha- try to make a cameo on tonight's post AEW show, but John Alba and uh, Alex Pawlowski will be here. Uh, but I felt good enough this afternoon to be able to do this show. So by golly, here we are, and we got we got uh, Burt river comedy sending us one a super chat saying which wrestler do you think would have the best stand up, preferably one that hasn't done one man shows. Um. I actually think Shaza McKenzie is maybe the funniest person I've talked to in wrestling. She's hilarious. So I think in terms of the ability to to improvise, I'd go MJF.
1: Have you seen the uh, the interview with CVV with Chris Van Vliet that they did in the never, hotel room? Never. So, okay. So anybody watching this, Chris Van Vliet did an interview with MJF together in a hotel room, and I thought it was hilarious I think it was MJF's hotel room, and he set it up where he got room service delivered during the interview on purpose, and then he wanted to, to like feed Chris on camera, and Chris doesn't want to do it, and he's doing like the choo-choo train like he's a child. I thought that was freaking hilarious, and it, it looked like MJF was just winging the whole thing, like he was just improvising the whole
0: thing. So uh, I think he now, ha- he's, very quick. I'm sure somebody, he's very quick. Somebody says he'd only be funny in a room of Joe Rogan fans. Listen, this is the same type of criticism when people say, oh, he can only cut good promos when he curses. That isn't true at all. He's a very versatile person. I saw some people say, RJ City, I think that's cheating. He's already <laughs> like an entertainer, performer, all that. He's practically a stand-up comedian now. He doesn't wrestle hardly at all. So uh, I think that's cheating because he's already – He's already a comedian. And he's, I hate to admit this. I never thought of RJ City. He never crossed my mind. He obviously would be very good too. Oh my your God. Your birthday he,
1: greeting, Sean. That was great.
0: What he's, are you for your he's birthday greeting? legitimately brilliant. The Chris Jericho interview he did this week was fantastic. Like Jericho wanted to be deadpan, but he couldn't. Jericho like on the air was like, I really want to no sell these, but they're very funny. And you could hear them popping people off camera. Off camera. He, he like brings up. The fact that Jericho calls himself Lionheart, but lions have such a tiny heart in comparison to their body that it affects their stamina. He's like, why would you bury yourself like that? Why not call yourself Squidheart? They have three hearts. This <laughs> is great stuff. Great stuff. Uh, Matt Reichel says, hope you're feeling okay, Sean. Praying for you, is it too far-fetched that if WWE has Rock for Mania, that Rock has Solo in the Bloodline to infiltrate it? Yeah, I think it'd be the bloodline against The Rock. I think you want to throw everything at The Rock you possibly can. Um, This is for head of the table, tribal chief of that family. I could also see from a casual fan perspective why they would go, well, let's do it for the title too. That way, you know, some random Joes on the street would be like, Rock's going for the title. Because that is a thing. Oh, it would get a lot of
1: attention. No question.
0: Yeah, what about you? Do you think that... There, there could be any adjustments, or do you think it's Rock versus Bloodline? Uh,
1: so, well, I think their question was, do you think he's got Solo infiltrating the Bloodline? So he, he's not suggesting oh, yes, Rock sorry. versus Solo. Sorry, yes, he's, yes. Yeah, I don't think that they would go with that story that Solo is infiltrating the Bloodline because Rock is a stand-on-his-own-babyface character. He doesn't need Solo Sokoa. So I don't think that would work. I definitely think it would be the Bloodline against The Rock um and that's what they should do if, if rock is available that's what you do there's so many stories going into mania that tell themselves if they if they do it right and if things work out the way that they want and i'll talk later like dominic ray that tells its own story already and uh cody going for the title and roman and rock like all these stories and kevin owens and Sami Zayn going for the tag titles they all are written already so long as everything falls into place the way that they hope. So, no, I don't think I'd have Solo infiltrating the bloodline. It'd be Rock against all of them.
0: Also, to answer that, that stand-up question, Stokely Hathaway. That's another one. That would be really, really great. Uh, Tony P says, throwing a fantasy booking into the universe. Solo screws Roman to help Sammy win the title because Roman backstabbed a loyal Sammy. Then goes, uh, Sammy then goes the tag with KO against the Uso for tag teams. Not gonna happen, but I want to solo Owens tag team for some reason LOL. Jimmy, the, the beauty of how they have booked this and how well they have booked this is there have been so many good opportunities to do things. And whatever their plan is, it better be really, really good. Cause I think like one of the good ideas would have been Jey Uso's hurt, right? Like he's he couldn't defend his title. Sami Zayn free birds it against the New Day and they lose it before they break the record. Well, that would have given a lot of reason for Jey Uso to hate Sami Zayn. You could have went that way. There's an awful lot of stuff like that. Uh, Timmy Jarrell says, Stokely already does stand up. I'm aware. <laughs> I'm aware. And that's why I think he'd be good at it. Um, you know, what? let's let's stick with this topic since we're on this topic. So
1: um, there are reports that Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens are scheduled for the Royal Rumble for the, uh, for the undisputed title. Now, they wrestled at the Rumble before. They did so just two years ago. You're talking about storyline. All of, I mean, February they have Elimination Chamber in Montreal. Yeah. If they are going to have the Bloodline turn on Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens make the save, you do it in Montreal. Like, I'm, I'm hoping Hunter has learned. Okay, just because Alberta is Canada, I can't have Kevin Owens go running out as the Canadian and get a a hometown pop in Alberta. That's not going to work. Montreal is the place to do it. And so, do you think that they're going to go with Roman and, and KO in the Rumble, and then uh, I'm thinking Sami Zayn somehow gets an Elimination Chamber spot. And um, so now Roman has no choice, but he's got to defend against Sami, among others. I think that that's, that makes a lot of sense. What do you think?
0: First off, I want to say I think it's stupid to have the world title on the line against five people the month after you got to go through 29 people to get a title shot. I think that is so dumb. So dumb. But... I mean, I like the odds a lot better of being one of the six to win the title as opposed to one of the 30, uh, which, I mean, just do both. But based on what we saw on Monday, it didn't seem like the issues between KO and Roman uh, from Survivor Series were going to slow down because Kevin Owens was getting a win on TV. For those of you Mm who don't know, Roman Reigns, we had reported on FightfulSelect.com, the best $5 in the business, that Roman Reigns was visibly angry coming to the back because – He got slapped in the ear in an unplanned spot with Kevin Owens that was supposed to be something else. But I was surprised to hear that. But, I mean, in the heat of the moment, it happens. But I I look at this and I'm like, Roman and KO are both pros. They'll get over it. They'll work together. They'll be fine. They're not going to end up biting each other or anything like that. But, uh, sorry, hope so for the sake of subscriptions. Can Can we get some biting? Can we get one of the Roman, do us a favor here you got those pretty teeth now put them to work help us help us out here but um i think we're still heading that way i haven't heard specifically of the creative plans and a lot of times i won't report the creative plans like that because they are so subject to change like all the time
2: but uh everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems but getting therapy has its own problems too
0: That we, I think that we'll uh,
1: we'll still see that. Yeah, they were teasing um, at Crown Jewel. They were teasing the Paul brothers and the Usos. But have you heard anything about that? Because obviously Logan Paul is not as injured as he originally thought, which which you kind of speculated right out of the shoot. And obviously the Paul brothers have the marquee, but Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn—that's what wrestling fans want. They don't want the Paul Brothers and the Usos. They want Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn against the Usos. Have you heard anything about um, the Paul Brothers at WrestleMania as a tag team? And I know that Logan called out John Cena, but have you heard much about that? any of that? Logan
0: has, has at least joked with some people that he's going to face Cena there, but I don't know that to be true. Maybe he's just saying that to people. Um, I, and I, maybe it might be him trying to will it into existence. But yeah, I thought right out of the shoot. All due respect to Logan Paul, I wasn't trying to minimize his injuries, but you're not going to diagnose three significant tears like that within a few hours of the show. You got to let the swelling go down and all that stuff. Of you know, know numerous people that have had 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 to have that done. So knew it wasn't going to be that bad. But thankfully, he's okay. All right,
1: let's talk about uh, uh, one of the names of the year, CM Punk. So dynamite last week. The elite did their troll job, you know, the buckshot lariat spot and Kenny Omega biting Pac on the arm and all of that stuff. This has led to a lot of speculation that AEW has mended fences with CM Punk. And there was even a report that AEW doesn't want to buy out his contract. Now, I haven't talked to anybody related to Punk. This is just my opinion. My opinion is I don't think Punk is the kind of guy that would find that trolling funny. At his expense. And this is the same guy that didn't like Adam Page's promo, let alone a troll job like that. And then on top of that, as another layer, they released a steal. So I don't look at it like Punk is coming back and they did this as a tease that he's coming back. I looked at this as the elite taking a shot at him. What are your thoughts? Did you look at that and think, oh, Punk is definitely
0: on the way back? Or did you look at it like, oh, they're really fucking with Punk? I'm so torn right now. I'm so, like, divided on this because I can see so many different sides of this, especially because I think, I think it's safe to say Fightful is reported the most about brawl out of anybody. And at one point, Jimmy, it seemed like it would take a miracle to get CM Punk back. And I got another miracle for you guys. The only good dirt sheets are here at Fightful. You don't want dirt sheets on your bed. That's why you need Miracle Brand trymiracle.com/fightful that's trymiracle.com/fightful get a free 3-piece towel set save 40% off these sheets are fantastic they have great comfort great quality with those premium 500 thread count satin weaves that are made with USA grown supima cotton one of the highest quality cottons in the world it's better for your skin stop sleeping on bacteria These Miracle brand sheets help prevent 99% of bacteria, require three times less laundry than regular sheets, and they're self-cooling with silver-infused fabrics originally developed by NASA. Trymiracle.com slash Fightful. Again, trymiracle.com slash Fightful. Save 40% and get three free towels. How can you beat that? Get rid of your dirt sheets, besides us, and get Miracle. God, what a segue. So, here's... You know, I got I a video it. editor on staff, Sean. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, have them do all that and have them... Put up ready. a nice
1: product placement in there, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, do that. Um, anyway, Miracle, try But, anyway, uh, the CM Punk thing. Oh, boy. So, I'm all over the place on this because so much of the issue with CM Punk from the get-go, Jimmy, was how he was perceived to people. That's what he took issue with. Thinking that people believed that he caused Colt Cabana to be gone. Thinking about how people would look at him based on the Hangman promo. And all of that is tied in. Because of the Colt thing, he thought that Hangman was referring to that. He thought that the Omega and Bucks group leaked that. So, so much of it was him believing he wasn't portrayed fairly or given a fair shot in that sense. Um, however, of late, it's been very heavy-handed. Like, MJF referencing CM Punk, Omega, The Bucks referencing CM Punk, them including it in BTE. Like, it went from me thinking like a 5 to 10% chance that, that CM Punk would return to like a 50% chance. Like, I think it's legit 50-50 now because... Unless there was something outright in in buyout talks where it's like, yeah, y'all can say whatever you want about me. I don't care. Just pay me my money and get the hell out of here. Then like what that, what's the payoff? Buzz, perhaps we're talking about it because a lot of people are like, what's the payoff? What's the payoff? People talking about it. People tuning in to see what they'll say next. That is a legitimate thing. That happened all the time in the Monday Night War era. What was the payoff to, uh, you know, driving a tank to WCW? or a Jeep to get people to tune in. But I mean, a lot of this was somebody says there was no reference to the CM Punk stuff on BTE. What, what are you watching fella? They panned to the crowd chanting fuck CM Punk. Yes, there was. What are you watching? My friend, they literally in the middle, they, they cut the music, did a drop and the crowd was going fuck CM Punk. Fuck CM Punk. There was a heavy reference. Uh, MJF won the title, did Snow Angels. He also dropped a reference on uh, the, the, the post-show Scrum as well. The GTS spot as well. There's there's so many, so, so many different references here. It's awfully heavy-handed. Um, I can tell you that I haven't heard anything from CM Punk's side of things. I reached out to Punk directly a few weeks ago as well. And haven't heard anything back, but there, I haven't heard anything from that side of it that has indicated that he will be back. But maybe they're just getting better at hiding stuff or, or not letting people like me hear stuff because, well, let's be real, that camp hadn't exactly been able to hide that stuff that well over the past year and a half. But maybe that's changed. So maybe,
1: maybe. We'll, we'll see what happens, you know. Like, I, I, I think it was Meltzer that said that people close to Punk didn't like it, which doesn't mean anything about Punk himself. But uh, I don't know. It's, it's, I guess for me, when they released Ace Steel, that seemed like there was a lot of finality there. You know, like you, you release Punk's buddy. Um, I guess we'll see. When you we'll see, bite he's... a
0: guy and you throw a chair at somebody.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm not saying he didn't deserve it. not saying he didn't deserve it, but I just figured that that was something that would really piss Punk off.
0: You know? Well, I'm sure, but... Damn, man, like, you got to know that you ain't going to survive after that. It, it That ain't going to do that. But, I mean, I talked to a very, very, very respected person in the AEW locker room. And I said to them, what is more important than the money you could make off of this based on what the problems that they have? Because this isn't a thing about racism or sexism or somebody trying to ruin a marriage or their personal life or trying to get with their, you know, trying to do that. And they said, there is nothing more important than that. It is about the money you make and the art you create in this. And I had people, Jimmy, that when when word came out about Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa, they were like, well, you know, both of them. Why didn't you report this? There were no incidents to report. They weren't biting each other or fighting each other. They just didn't like each other. I can't report on every single person that doesn't like each other. The difference is... Those two were like, we can make money together. We work really well together. This this plays off of one another. Uh, look at look at so many other people rocking Austin. They weren't fighting each other backstage. They were fighting each other in the ring. They took that. They took their natural competitive and and often dislike for each other, and made it special. That's what they did. Yeah, I mean, there's no
1: question. You know. One of the biggest stories in wrestling history this year was Vince leaving WWE, and in terms of numbers, at least with Fightful Select, the Punk's Brawlout thing trumped it. So that that tells you about the the fan interest. If CM Punk, let's say, did a run in and jumped, you know, Omega or the Bucks, there's no question that it would. Yeah. You
0: know, people would go ballistic. I guess we'll wait there, and see. There were people that got mad that I I said like as we were gathering some nominations for the Fightful Awards on FightfulSelect.com. I said, hey, what was the biggest story? Don't include Brawl Out. And the reason I said that is because from a from a subscriber perspective, the Vince from a subscriber perspective, for many reasons, Vince wasn't even top two. It was Cody and it was Brawl Out. Uh, I, the Vince story is obviously the biggest one for many different reasons. But as far as people being like, you know what? I want to pay my money to read about this. Well, a lot of that Vince stuff we weren't putting behind the paywall in general because... You know, it was sexual in nature, and that wasn't something we were going to do. It was mainly locker room reactions and stuff like that that we were putting behind the paywall. But even from a YouTube video uh, aspect and a, a web traffic aspect, more people were clicking on the Cody stuff and the Brawl Out stuff. Uh, that doesn't mean that they're necessarily bigger than the Vince McMahon thing, because they're not. I mean, this is a major scandal that affected, that was the biggest thing to happen in, in decades. So, um, yeah, it's just, it's wild. As you look at this, you're like, oh, uh, by the way, even the Vince thing wasn't even number three in subs MJF as well. Like that was up there. And, and Jimmy, what if I had told you at the beginning of the year that, oh, by the way, it wasn't even number four. Now that I think of it because of Sasha and Naomi, what if at the beginning of the year Jimmy, I told you that stone cold Steve Austin was going to come back to wrestling and it wouldn't be one of our top 5 subscribed stories of the year and wouldn't even be number 1 that week? <laughs> wrestling is wild. Wrestling is wild. Tony well, you P know said, what? Tony P says my other fantasy booking is that SRS recovers quickly and gets back to doing what he loves. Well, I'm here and I love doing it, but damn Since you mentioned Stone Cold, let's talk
1: about something that you and I talked about uh, offline last week. I saw the videos of Austin training and and saying that he's down, I think he said 232. um, And he said he did it because he he felt he looked like shit. That was his claim. He said, you know, you're hearing stuff about me coming back. (laughs) Nah, I just looked in the mirror and felt like shit. I am convinced that he is returning at the Royal Rumble. Haven't heard anything about it. Haven't heard anything about it. I am convinced... He is returning at the Royal Rumble, and the reason I think that is, number one, the condition that he's got himself in. Number two, the Rumble's going to be in his home state of Texas. There's going to be over 30,000 people there, and it sets the stage for a WrestleMania match. I think he's going to be in the Royal Rumble. What are your thoughts?
0: I think he should be. I think he should be, and I think that whoever eliminates him is what you set the match up for. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Why? Because Austin's a petty son of a bitch? That's that's the thing. (laughs) And listen, I I watched Chuck Liddell fight Tito Ortiz a couple of years ago. Jimmy paid real human dollars to watch that. So yeah, I'm gonna watch Stone Cold Steve Austin kick, wham, stunner somebody, brawl through the crowd, and do that shit. I'm just I'm just gonna watch it. That's what I want to see. I, I'm I, okay with it.
1: I think in a perfect world, in a perfect world, Austin and Cena are both in the Rumble, and at one moment, it's just the two of them in the ring. Almost yeah. like Hogan Warrior. At one moment, it's just the two of them in the ring. And that paves the way for Austin seeing it at WrestleMania. In a perfect world, that's what you do. But uh, I guess we'll see what happens. But seeing the shape that Austin's in and seeing how Hardy's training. And it just so happens the Rumble's going to be in Texas. And there's going to be a stadium show. The dots all line up
0: for me. I think Austin's going to be at the Rumble. So that, that's I'll be at the opinion. Rumble. Booked my travel uh, last week. WWE told me they're going to do media there. Hopefully that means more than a press conference. Although, Jimmy... I got to give WDB some credit on how they handled their their press conference. I thought that was really, really good. Um, I thought that it had really good production values. Uh, Wish that we would be able to film stuff like that. But uh, I thought that them doing that is a step forward. Uh, Denise and I are planning on doing a post show there. But I'm excited for the Rumble. And Brent is excited for our Dax interview that dropped today. Says he's in the middle of the week where he wrestles Danielson and Speedball. 2022 is just on a victory lap at this point. Oh, buddy, Brent. My friend, you left out one of the things that was probably most important to him. He teamed with Ricky Steamboat. In in five days, he wrestled Speedball Mike Bailey, incredible match, teamed with Ricky Steamboat, and then wrestled Brian Danielson and got interviewed by me. What a win for this guy. I haven't seen any footage from Steamboat. Have you seen anything? Not Actual yet, footage? but I mean, but okay. I've been... A little sidelined. So.
1: All right, all right. I'd like to see – like I, I saw pictures and I saw what he was wearing and I heard he did the deep arm drag, which I yeah, absolutely have always of loved. Course. I'd love to drape. see – I'd love to see how Simbo did. I bet you he can still go. He's in his – what is it now, almost 70, I think?
0: Let me see. Yeah, I think he's he got to be 65, 70, something like that. He is 69. You You're right, Dave. Yeah, and I bet you he can still work a believable Good match. Good for him. Good yep. for him. Uh, yep. KE775 says – Sean, any NXT call-ups coming? Um, I haven't heard that specifically, but Fightful Select this week or weekend will have a bit of an update on the methods that are going to be used in in that sense. And Mr. C.J. Lilly, our buddy C.J. Lilly, love him. Always got the Alexa question. Says, you seen the BT interview with Alexa where she says the title isn't her main priority. She likes giving new talent the titles, which is great. But is there a case for being too selfless to where you get overlooked for pushes? Well, I mean, I don't know if maybe she had, like, some self-reflection, but, I mean, I know that, like, one of her her things was, like, she just wanted something creative. She wanted something good. And at one point, she had said, call me when you guys got something for me because what I'm doing ain't working. And I got a lot of respect for that, being like, I don't want to exist just to exist. I also got a lot of respect for her being like, I don't necessarily need to have a title. Look, Look at Alexa's run. I mean, she doesn't have like WrestleMania main events. I don't think she ever won like the battle Royal. Uh, Hasn't been like queen of the ring or anything like that. Hasn't won Royal rumble, but she has been given an awful lot of, of, I don't want to say given. She has earned an awful lot of of title accolades as well. She's a, a five time women's champion. She's won the tag titles a few times as well. Like she has done a lot of things. She was, she was money in the bank holder at one point for a few hours, but, I think it's good that she's willing to do that and understand that, that being in the title picture, isn't the only story that, that you can have. I, I respect that an awful lot. It sure looks like they're going to hook her up with Bray again. I hope so. Uh,
1: and well, you know, my only, my only question about that is, so they, they did all this work to kind of undo that, you know, with all of the therapy sessions and all that, if they spin her around, and put her back with Bray again, Hopefully they get longevity out of it because you're really pitch and hold when you're in that character. Like you can't really, yeah. once you're outside of Bray, you're kind of stuck in yes. that character. So I'll be curious where that goes. I know she hasn't had Lily with her, even
0: though uh, it's been a moneymaker. Yeah. And I think they still sell it. So. Yes, they do. Yeah. Uh, Brent said, asked if the speedball match got filmed anywhere. Yeah, it did. It's on title match wrestling. KE775 says, do you think we see any returns? Chelsea, Teague, and Jonah back before the end of the year. or They wait till the rumble. That's hard to say. Uh, Chelsea just inexplicably was off WrestleCade this weekend. Saw that. And so was Cross, Scarlett, Johnny, who are in WWE. We're not booked for Survivor Series, but we're all off. I know that they, they gave WrestleCade JBL as a make good, but that's a pretty safe one to give, right? Mm. So um, I, think, I think some funniness is afoot there. A funny story. I saw Cardona in the lobby and I was like, yeah, I was hoping to interview Chelsea, but she, she isn't here. And he goes, she's not here <laughs> like that. Like he seemed legitimately like, I didn't know that. I thought she was here. He hadn't seen her all weekend. He's playing. Yeah. Yeah. Justice says, should I sell my rolling loud ticket to go to revolutions or do two days of rolling loud drive up to the pay-per-view been debating for weeks now. Drive up to the pay per view. Do rolling loud. Do it all. Why not do it all? Is what I say. Uh, you don't need to to camp out at Revolution for a couple days. You can you can do your show and and Revolution. Bill Hemmett says with Sammy and the Bloodline being so hot, where does this leave the Cody return? Do they hold him till after Mania now? As unless no way. he hyped at Mania. Well, I mean, you can always split the titles. The title that was important to Cody was the WWE Championship, not the Universal Championship that uh that he was supposed to or that, that roman reigns has held for so long the wwe championship the one with the lineage to his father that his father was supposed to almost won one time that Dane lambert gifted him the title of um that's that's the the important one but i think if they uh, told cody hey you know what we're gonna hold off on your return until after mania cody would be like what yeah that ain't doing. there is that no, ain't chance. no chance no chance by the way, guys, get in your super chats, get in your humper chats. We're heading down the home stretch. I'm, I'm staying alive for you guys. <laughs> but listen, there's a lot of things that can stay alive with NordVPN.com slash FIFO, like the old WWE network interface. You can get access to that by changing your virtual location with just one click with NordVPN.com slash FIFO. Listen, you won't be as geographically clueless as Jimmy looking for something to put up on the screen Looking for that printout because you can change your virtual location with just one click with the fastest VPN in the world on all your devices. And let me tell you, I've been using it on all my devices this week when I've been laid up, stop folding the paper into the microphone, Jimmy, sorry, Uh, (laughs) I'm a professional. I've been using it on my, my surface pro, my tablet, my, uh, my phone, my router this week, my TV even, but you can use it on all of your devices with one subscription. Thanks to NordVPN.com slash Fightful. And now you get a 30-day money-back guarantee and four additional months for free. When we first started this deal, it was just one month free, but now you get four additional months free. You can block online trackers, malware, annoying pop-up ads. I wish it would block the sound of Jimmy grabbing at stuff on his desk because the read is almost over. Look at that. This just gobbles up those annoying pop-up ads. <laughs> <laughs> good for you good for you <laughs> and it just it bastes and glistens your browsing experience nordvpn.com slash fightful check it out my friends so this was done by my daughter for canadian thanksgiving which did
1: is that which is well you know my spare time i like to sean but uh she did this one and it's apropos because you guys just had the u.s thanksgiving so there you go it works okay So good old Booker T on his podcast was spewing off again. And uh, I posted on Twitter about this and all the AEW haters came out, Sean. So I I thought, let's address this. So Booker T on his podcast, he said AEW might close down in a couple of years because they are, quote, going out there and playing games is what Booker said. I responded on Twitter, and I said, there is no way that that's going to happen. They're going to get an increase on their next television rights deal, and they're going to change the landscape of wrestling, because when that happens, and I've talked about this before, I think they're going to go after coveted free agents, and they're going to offer them employee-type deals, like they did Mox and Jericho and The Bucks and and Omega, because the one thing the WWE has never wanted to do. So the AEW haters, they came out, and they were saying, oh, no, 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 they suck, and their numbers are shit, and they're not selling tickets, Whatever. So I just wanted to put this into perspective right now. Warner Brothers is paying AEW 43.75 million a year. $43.75 43.75 million a year they signed a four-year deal for 175 mil going from January 2020 to January of 2024. in comparison NBC Universal right now is paying WWE 265 million a year for raw six times what aew is getting paid yes. by Warner Brothers now do I think that aew is going to get 265 million on their next deal no, no. but could they double what they're getting now yes I think they could so they what are they're getting now. Uh, Forty three
0: point seven five million a year is what they're getting right now. What do you they think they are... should aim for? What What is your opinion on what they should aim for? I don't think a hundred million is out of the question. No, it's it's possible because WWE is going to get a raise too on their next. Because week. WWE's is going to get a raise, and not yes. only that, the look at the Wednesday numbers compared to the Monday numbers, and I I don't think they're that much different. Obviously, it's not going to be to scale when WWE does such consistent large numbers even even compared to what they used to do. Compared to other things, they're going to get this extraordinary number because that's the USA content. USA ain't getting Grizzly back anytime soon. That's for damn sure. So now they need them even more. Yeah, I mean,
1: WWE's also got the – they have the benefit of when people think wrestling like casuals. When they think wrestling, they think sure. WWE. Yeah. And I always think back to Jericho at the Ranger game, and on the screen they said WWE wrestler. Because that's what you think of. So they, they are going to get more. But I think that the likelihood of AEW, maybe they get double, which would be close to 90. Maybe they get 100. Very doable that that's going to happen. They're typically top three on cable every Wednesday in the key demo. Typically every Wednesday they're top three. And so for anybody, the AEW haters of the world, for them to think, oh, no, 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 they're they're not selling tickets. They're going in the shitter. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. It's not. And, and I don't know why people want – a company to fail because you have to think about the, the staff. You got to think about how good this is for the wrestlers. Competition is good. Lights a fire under WWE. Like you want to have that competition, but uh, no, they are not going to close up shop in two years. Next year. They're going to negotiate their new deal. I bet you by the end of the summer, they have it signed and it's going to be for
0: more money. So that's just, that's just reality. Yep. That's what's going to happen. I, I agree. I agree. I also also the T return into the ring. He's going to be in good shape as well. I mean, I'm actually excited to see that. Mr. CJ Lilly says, SRS anything on the Brian Kendrick as a producer for Rhonda? Uh, and Alexa Bray will be a, a slow burn like it was to start within the PC before Broman came back. I hope so. I just hope that, well, I don't hope. I know it will. I know this will be left more in the creative hands of the people that understand the gimmick best as opposed to people who wanted to do Papa Shango bullshit with this. Papa Shango bullshit worked 30 years ago. It doesn't work now. So keep it rooted in realism. As far as the Brian Kendrick thing, yeah, that surprised me to see when we reported that on FightfulSelect.com, the best $5 in the business. But it was as a favor to Ronda Rousey because when we reported that Ronda Rousey was first training on FightfulSelect.com, best $5 in the business. Back in 2018, it was with Brian Kendrick. Like the whole lot of them did. Like Jessamine, Marina Shafir, uh, Ronda Rousey. Uh, I think even Baszler did some training there. So I guess that's not a big surprise, but surprised they did it. Is it true that that was essentially like a tryout and that he wasn't offered a deal afterwards? I don't know if he was offered a deal or not. I just know that it was uh, Ronda kind of offered it. CJ Lilly also says, any news on how Dewdrop is? Do you think she comes back as Piper or even Viper on SmackDown to boost their division as they need more options for Ronda? Well, this was on your topic list, Jimmy. The SmackDown roster. I think she should come back as Piper Niven. Um, there, There was one time when I was like, okay, well, Triple H isn't gonna retcon too much stuff. No, he does not give a damn. He doesn't give a damn about what Vince called you three months ago. He's like, let's just go ahead, rip the band-aid off, and get this done. She's been out. I think she's been dealing. I think she's been dealing with an injury. I don't don't quote me on that, but I think she got busted up at one point. Uh, I think she should be on SmackDown. I think they do need to boost their division. They do at least have the story going with Liv, where they they are putting a little bit into her.
1: But what do you think, Jimmy? So for a long time, AEW got a lot of heat for the treatment of their women's division. And when you look at AEW now in terms of momentum, not in terms of talent, because they always had the talent, in terms of momentum, Jamie hader has got momentum, Tony Storm's got momentum, Britt Baker, Soraya, Jade Cargill, all of them have momentum now in AEW. SmackDown, uh, with all due respect to Ronda Rousey, I don't think she's been handled well, but I don't think she's performed that well either. I do like her and Shayna Baszler as a
0: tag team. That match on Saturday was so bad.
1: Yeah, and 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 you know, who knows how much of that may have been on Kendrick, although I know, you know, everybody's talking about the uh, the DDT spot on the Apron that Roden didn't want to take. But uh, I don't think she's performed that great. Raw is fine. Ron's got it. Raw has a ton of talent and and they've got people like Bianca and Bayley and uh, Becky Lynch like Ross Fine. SmackDown they're pretty thin. And well, so, my, so, I was going to so, ask you Sorry, go I going to ask you
0: Credible Challengers. Like, what do you think let me go through their roster real quick. Aaliyah, injured. Bailey, technically a Raw wrestler, but she appears on both. B-Fab hasn't wrestled since she came back except for a live event. Charlotte, out of action. Dakota and Io are Raw champions. Lacey barely appeared on the show. Naomi and Sasha, suspended. Scarlett hasn't wrestled since her return. Same with Sarah Logan. Zelina barely wrestles. So you've got Shayna playing second fiddle to Rhonda. That's okay. That's that's a role that I'm okay with. You've got Emma, who's doing the Mad Cat Moss thing, which I'm glad she's back, but treating her like a middle schooler is very, very weird. They're like, hee hee hee, you like this guy. He thinks you're cute. You think he's cute. <laughs> hey, fucking middle schoolers, get out of this. Come on, treat them like adults. She is she is a successful travel influencer for the love of God. Like treat her treat her like like the success story she has been. Liv she just got out of her title reign. Raquel is good. I like Raquel. Natalia's hurt again. That sucks. Um, Shotzi that match just went awry. Sonya has been beaten like a drum, and I don't know if Zaylee's ready. We'll see. But I don't know if Zaylee's ready. So y- you've got a ton of women on the show if i were to show you this roster jimmy you'd be like man that's an extensive roster then if you went and read their names you'd be like oh well this is why this person isn't wrestling and that person and this person and that person and i i think they need to get some people back i don't know why charlotte's still sitting out i I don't know what's going on there but they they need some more they need some more depth there from a protected standpoint it looks like they're they're setting up Raquel next because
1: they did yeah. the injury angle on SmackDown. So it looks like I could see them going with Raquel for uh, the Rumble. Sure. And she's got the size advantage over Ronda. Uh, but yeah, they're they're really lacking. And 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 part of the problem too, forget about the quality of the match with Ronda and Shotzi. Nobody thought Shotzi had a shot. Nobody. Right. She wasn't built up
0: as a as a and, as a believable challenger at all. And that's you know? okay because there are tons of matches like that that weren't the case. Like. Like there there are a lot of lot of, title matches that we knew who was gonna like AR Fox ain't winning the TNT title tonight. Hardcore Holly was not gonna win the title at Royal Rumble 04, right? Like we we know know that. But still it was just the match wasn't good as well. So that kind of blows. Get in you your super Go ahead. Sorry. Get in your super chats, get in your Humper Chats. We are heading down the home stretch. Uh, What were you saying? You mentioned Charlotte. She's been out now almost seven
1: months. It was (coughs) WrestleMania Backlash in May. Um, I'm thinking Royal Rumble, uh, Mystery Entrant maybe. Have you heard anything at all?
0: At at this point, why not, right? Like at this point, why bring her back before that? And then, of course, the
1: one everybody always talks about. So, you know, Becky Lynch comes back in in time for Survivor Series. Uh, Her promo on Raw... She's in a league of her own. There's nobody close to Becky Lynch she's in great. that in that atmosphere. She is the best in the business in that atmosphere. But at the Royal Rumble in Boston, there was a "We want Sasha" chant, and so everybody's going to bring up Sasha. Uh, what do you think uh, is the latest going on with Sasha Banks?
0: I think she's just doing her own thing. I don't feel like when WrestleCade reached out to her that they would have said, "Oh, well, we can't take bookings till January first for wrestling." unless there was a reason for that. Now, anything can be worked out, especially with a major regime change in the interim. That's why when anybody says, oh, well, this person, they won't hire this person because of the concussion lawsuit or something like that, Triple H don't care. He does not care. He does not give a damn what you were a part of as long as as he likes you, whatever. Um, So it's really hard to say, especially considering the change in regime. That is a camp that is able to keep stuff close to the vest. They are able to keep stuff quiet very well because since then I haven't really heard anything, and I constantly say that when everybody's like, "Oh, this is happening, that is happening," I just keep saying I haven't heard much. Heard that Naomi did have a chat with somebody in recent months, but so little detail on that that I'm able to to really get and nail down. Uh, but I, I might have something on that soon. Did you see Triple
1: H eating the junk food on Mad Bible? I didn't. If you go to YouTube and look up Lad Bible, Hunter did a thing. I think it's when he was there for um, Clash of the Castle, yeah. Where they had him eating American junk food versus uh, English junk food, yeah. And I found it fascinating because Hunter's always had the reputation of eating so clean, yes. That I found it fascinating that there he is eating nerds and eating uh, whoppers
0: and eating. Do you know what a
1: Scotch egg is, Sean?
0: Well, I mean there are a ton of wrestlers that. I mean, I saw some WrestleCade this weekend. They'll like. They'll, they'll grab like a handful of Skittles as a pre-workout type of thing. Like, and the rock just did that video where he said that when he was 15 and 16, his pre-workout was a Snickers bar that he would steal from a gas station. And he just went and bought 300 Snickers bars from that store this past week. Like. Somebody so, should tell
1: that. The Rock. Somebody should tell The Rock. Like, it's nice that you bought those bars. You still owe them, owe yeah.
0: for the ones you stole. Batista used to do that too. They said that he would, he would like get like a Snickers bar and he would go burn it off and use it like his pre workout type of thing. Right, right. Do you know what a Scotch egg is? I've heard of it, but I don't know what it is.
1: So I don't know how this. It must be full of preservatives because it's like you get it in the candy section, wrapped in plastic. It is meat, a ball of meat with an egg in the middle of it. <laughs> <laughs> and you literally just take it out of the wrapper and it's meat. How much preservative is there to keep that thing going? You know what I mean? That's what they call it. Scotch Uh,
0: We got some super chats and Humper chats. A reminder, guys, uh, tonight uh, John Alba will be filling in for me on the post-AEW show. There's no way I'm going to be upright for that entire show, but I am going to try to make a quick cameo and give my short thoughts on it. You can send Humper chats right now, and I will try my best to answer them. But you can still get them in on this show. Justice says, dumb question. Do streaming services like Hulu count towards ratings or just through views on the TBS network? Um, Streaming does. There are some elements of Hulu um, that that count towards that, but it's only like live stuff from what I understand. I think they go up to
1: seven days, I think.
0: Yeah, but I mean when we do the overnights, those aren't reflected obviously. Right, 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 right. Yeah, uh, Caden says, Dax, speedball humped, best finish of the year. Big thanks for Caden coming by, helping us out at WrestleCade this past weekend. Graham says, hire Sasha, bring Punk back, negotiate TV. Uh, I would love nothing more than CM Punk to uh, be back working effectively with AEW. I mean, I'm sure he'd yell at us at the strum, but, you know, we come to expect that. But he, I would love to see it. It would be really, really good entertaining tv uh already did that one we've got darren walker saying so far only one match at the roh pay-per-view in 11 days jericho versus claudio any news on who the briscoes wrestle there or any other rumors of matches well you know you're gonna get um you're gonna get ftr there that's gonna happen You, you know it's gonna happen mercedes mercedes is gonna be there um, I, I wouldn't mind seeing Mercedes and Athena. I think that would be a really, really good one considering Athena's method. Um, and Garcia, right? Garcia's got Garcia. Garcia will be there uh, as well. Uh, you're going to see some, uh, I think Dalton Castle will probably be booked there. Like it's going to be reflective of, uh, of that ROH AEW roster. But
2: there you
0: go. I mean, the fact they've only got one
1: match announced and it's a match we've seen several times, I feel like I've talked about this so many times. Tony's in, it's just got too much on his plate. You know, they got to get somebody in charge of Ring of Honor. They got to get it its own deal. I'm sure he knows that they got to get it its own deal. I don't think he knows that he needs to delegate the work,
0: but I think he knows that they got to get it its own deal. Caden says, is there a list goes on on Fightful Select today? There is not. But um, because of the adjustments in schedule, I've made made it up for you guys. We did release the Backstage Report podcast today on Fightful Select. I got my Survivor Series and WrestleCade Thoughts. Um, there is an Ask Grapsity this week and next week. We dropped an exclusive interview with Channing Decker today. I'm dropping uh, two Fightful Select exclusive making a finisher episodes. Uh, that is a very popular series that we have done for years and years and years. And uh, I've dropped. I'm dropping two exclusives this week to kind of make up for some of the the schedule issues and things like that. But you're still getting all your exclusives and breaking news. Uh, I was literally minutes away from breaking the Andrade surgery news when he posted it himself, which I'm kind of glad he could break himself. But uh, we're going to have more on Tasha Steele's contract uh, tomorrow because she just re-signed with with Impact Wrestling. So we're going to have some details on when that deal was up and and how long her current deal is. We're going to have details on somebody who is around Dynamite tonight that hasn't been around in a while, as well as a very popular storyline that was largely written by the talent involved. All that on FightfulSelect.com. Guys, we have anniversary billing in effect, and we understand some people still don't understand what that is. Uh, Prior to that, uh, prior to a few months ago, you would get billed on the 1st, even if you subscribed like today or yesterday. That is no longer the case. If you subscribe right now, you will get billed on the 30th every month. I, I emailed them every month for years to make this happen, and they finally did. So feel free, don't hesitate to subscribe now. It would mean an awful lot to us. You're still going to get tons and tons of content. And uh, for those of you who have had your subs for a long time, Patreon is very weird about renewing your stuff sometimes, so make sure your credit card info is updated. We got a couple more super chats. CJ Lilly says, as I'm from the UK, a scotch egg is better than what you think. A boiled or poached egg with pork. (coughs) Sorry, couldn't mute in time for that one. And crumbs around it. The hot ones taste very nice. The way that he made it sound, like with crumbs around it and stuff, that sounds better. Because I love like a good a good pork chop with like panko crumbs and stuff like that on it. Like I love that. Or even like chill or chicken with like lightly crusted as opposed to heavily crusted. Didn't look quite like that, but uh,
1: look at the lad Bible thing. And I remember Hunter's quote was, "I'm glad I bit before I got to the egg,"
0: because he didn't get any of the egg inside at all. Wow. Yeah. And Justice Gillum. Says I'm speaking in the long term here. Could you guys see a world where Punk is finally or fully done wrestling, where he's helping or booking ROH since he views it as his baby? Well, that's what Cole Cabana does now. Yeah, so no. I doubt it. I no. really, really doubt it. I think uh, Punk
1: is kind of a prize fighter type mentality. It's for the you know, not that he doesn't love wrestling, but he he did it in large part for the money. So I I don't see him wanting to do that. I just don't.
0: Justice Gillum is talking to the chat, but he says, do you guys ever feel bad about repeatedly asking questions? If I do more than two, I feel bad. You can send in 50 if you want. That's what we exist to do. That's what the super chats are, are here for. If you guys invest in us, we will absolutely answer your question. As for me, I have learned that my job often involves me asking very important people, very stupid questions. I have a lot of people that say, you know the answer to this question. And I'm like, well, I'm not allowed to assume in this line of work, because if I do, and you don't tell me, well, you're gonna be mad that I assumed this and ran it. So, eh, you'll have that, you'll have that.
1: I wanna ask you about one thing that's been a bit polarizing. Sure. Uh, That is the best of seven series with the elite and death triangle. So as a wrestling fan, and I'm saying this as a wrestling fan, I am on the end of the spectrum. That's not really that interested in it. I respect everybody involved in the match. I particularly really like Kenny Omega and Ray Phoenix. You know, I think that they are elite level talents. No pun intended. But as I've said before, I'm just not as a wrestling fan. I'm not a big fan of the buck style, the very choreographed sequences, the telegraph spots. Not the best selling. Uh, According to Brandon Thurston from WrestleNomics, last week, viewership on Dynamite for that quarter, for the quarter that that match happened, it was flat compared to the previous quarter. So it didn't go up, but it didn't go down either. It was flat. My question for you is, how do you think that series is going to do ratings-wise for Dynamite? And do you think it's overkill?
0: I I think it's good that they're doing it because it's a gauge of how this type of thing would do in the future. I think that it's very important because... In the modern landscape, we haven't really seen this tried. I think they may have did it in the mid-2000s as well. And then, of course, Benoit and and Booker, right? Yep. But in the modern landscape, we don't really know. With a, with a super plugged-in audience, and the, their audience is largely an internet audience, yep. we're going to see if it is a very much a, well, let's see if we'll, we'll just watch the last match type of thing. I think it's important to at least uh, test that out. I, I think that's important. Okay. It, it seems like they're going to go seven. Sure, and so, yeah.
1: and so, I wonder if, like you said, maybe people are just going to wait for the last match, kind of thing. That's possible.
0: Yeah, and um, I, I think that if they can get creative with it, this is the time to do it. Because I mean, I thought that was a bit surprising. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't ex- expecting this to happen. Right. 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 Okay.
1: Okay. But we'll see. All right, we got time for more stuff.
0: Uh, I think that is the uh, end of our super. Well, nope. Uh, Graham says, will the Elite come out with a dog throwing muffins? I (laughs) joked that Kenny Omega was going to kick a a toy dog over a bridge like Jack Black and Anchorman. Right, 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 right. They should
1: actually get t-shirts with that muffin company on it. Man, they should. Why not? What else you got, Jimmy? Early Rumble picks. So to me, it feels like Cody Rhodes is kind of a slam dunk for the men's Rumble. Uh, The women's Rumble is really up in the air to me. And so I want your your early pick, especially for the Women's Rumble. I think maybe it'll be Alexa Bliss if they do the thing with Bray Wyatt because that makes her fresh. Or, Or maybe somebody like Amanda Rose who's really crushing in NXT. Maybe somebody like her. Who are your early Rumble picks, men's and women's?
0: I want to address this. This person says Young Bucks cannot sell for their lives. I don't know what Young Bucks matches you're watching. Matt Jackson sold his back for four years. For four years he sold his back. Come on. So I'll reiterate, as a wrestling fan, even Russo, as a wrestling fan. Even Russo called them good sellers, for the love of God. To me, as a wrestling fan, this
1: is just me as a wrestling fan, when I see somebody take a Tombstone Piledriver and then in 40 seconds they're on their feet, they're on superkicks, as a wrestling fan, I lose interest in the match. That's just me as a wrestling fan. And, and there was a spot with, I think it was Dante Martin and Penta, where Dante Martin did a tilt a world DDT and Penta popped up like it was an arm drag. I can't get into it. That's just me. And and, and the one thing is is I respect if other people like it. So, you know, we, we've we seen people on Twitter where if they don't like a style, they shit on the people that do. I'm not. If you like it, that's cool. I, as a wrestling fan, don't. That's just my opinion.
0: Here's the way I've always rationalized it. A left high kick from me or you is not a finisher. A left high kick from Mirko Krokop is a finisher. Uh, it'll knock you out. A left high kick from anybody else, maybe. We'll see. But it's a lot of how who the person who delivers it. That's why I always thought, like, hey, you want to reestablish a straight-up DDT as a finish? Do a segment with Jake Roberts teaching somebody exactly what it was that he did to make it that way. <laughs> and him going, and then, like, even have him say, and here's why it doesn't finish when anybody else does it. And then you can just like cut it off after that. Like he's giving them the secret. Why, why was it a finish for him and it's not a finish for anybody else? A lot of it is how you deliver the move and how you protect the move. Nobody, ca- I, I think that Rob Van Dam's five-star frog splash got kicked out of one time. Maybe one time that I can remember. But nobody talks about that being like an uber-protected finish. So. Yeah, no.
1: I mean, maybe if they did do a segment like you're talking about with the DDT thing, maybe then I would accept it. But in almost every match that you ever see, yeah, DDT is not a finish, but in almost every match you ever see, when a guy takes a tilt to whirl, he at least sells it. He doesn't pop right sure. back up again. And Penta did. And so when I saw that spot, I wasn't interested. And when I saw Matt Jackson take, take a tombstone, I actually timed it. And he was on his feet in 40 seconds throwing super kicks. I lost interest. That's me as a wrestling fan.
0: I mean, I used to watch Rear Naked Jokes absolutely finish any UFC fight ever. People adapt, they learn, they find out how to fight it off. Jonathan Corona says, What's up, Sean? How you been feeling, buddy? You're virus. You're virus, Jonathan Corona. <laughs> That's I'm cute. Sick of it. Thank you. Maybe he's a beer heir. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate you, you know. Jonathan. Uh, Rumble, I've got Cody, and I think either Becky or Rhea, our friend Mike here says that. Rhea's a good one.
1: I think Rhea's a good one.
0: Becky to go against uh, Ronda would be good, but also I think that Ronda could just straight up call out Becky. Or Becky could win top contendership in an elimination chamber, but Rhea, I think that'd be a good opportunity to have her win the Rumble. I would have her dominate it. I'd give her the diesel spot, Jimmy. Rhea's a good one. I never thought of Rhea. She's a good one. Her and Dom, they're magic, those two. They got good chemistry. Yeah, I want to see... Who's got the most women's eliminations in a Royal Rumble? Can anybody tell me real quick? Mr. CJ Lilly says, Rhea for women's. I want Alexa, but more likely Rhea and Cody for the men's. Where Roman works both nights, one with Rock, one with Cody. See, I don't think that'll happen just due to the risk of injury that, that could happen. It'd be different, though. That'd be yeah, different. It, be. it absolutely would be. Uh, Jimmy, you got anything else as we wrap up?
1: Uh, the only the other thing I was gonna ask you about, I guess, is Braun Strowman. Um I was shocked
0: that he put over Ricochet in the match. I wasn't. And
1: and you weren't shocked that he put over Ricochet in the match. Oh,
0: because of the report that we had on FightfulSelect.com, the best five dollars in the business. Um listen, it they were gonna they were gonna let him know, hey buddy, you you gotta work with these guys too. You're gonna have to do business.
1: So you think this was done to kind of send the message to him? You gotta, you know, you gotta do it for the locker
0: room kind of thing, sort of. Yes. And as I'm looking, guys, Charlotte had five eliminations last year. Ripley had seven the year before that. Shayna had six that same year. I'm looking at like who had the most eliminations of, of any woman. Uh, but Shayna had eight, and Bianca had eight the year before that. I would love to see a spot where um, where she eliminates like 10, 11, 12 people. I think that would be really, really great. I meant in one match, guys, just so you guys yeah, know. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Rhea's a good pick. I, I, I never really thought about her. Becky and Ronda makes sense, too. So I guess we'll see.
0: Yeah. Guys, uh, yeah, as, as far as Braun Strowman, yeah. I mean, I had mentioned uh, on Fightful Select, I was told that if he wasn't humbled, he was going to be shown, like, you're, you're not better than them type of thing.
1: Okay, cool. Because not only did he put him over, but then he raised his hand post-match, too. Yeah. Whereas I was almost expecting
0: him to lay him out after that. So, okay. Interesting. BrickBat says, any thoughts on Ronda's Raid Shadow Legends sponsorship? I don't know anything about Raid Shadow Legends. Wish it was us. Yeah, That's I saw it. She's, it. Uh, she appeared in a commercial or something. I saw that. Good for her. I mean, I wish mm-hmm. I could give you more on this, BrickBat. She sent us a nice... Nice uh, uh, donation there, but listen, you know what sponsorships I like: Miracle, NordVPN, Manscape, Blue Chew, all those people. Hopefully, hopefully, Magic Spoon again soon. But uh, all, all those good people. Athletic Greens is a good one, but uh, I don't know much about it. I actually, we actually have a lot of readers that play Raid Shadow Legends. I know it's big on on like uh, the Wrestle Talk audience as well. But really, Yep. Yeah. Cadence the the only thing I'm playing, Sean, is Mario Kart 8 with my daughter. That is That's it. Good. That's a fun game, too. Yeah. I like that one. I bought Sunset Riders and played it. You ever played that game? Never. Oh, it's a blast. It's a blast. Driving game as well? No, no. It's, it's like, you remember the old, like, 90s beat 'em up games? Sure. Yeah, side-by-side, right? Side-scrollers, yes. side sc- yeah. It's that, but it's a Western shoot-em-up
1: type okay. of
0: thing. Okay, okay, so, okay. Good, good stuff. Uh, Caden says final four should be the horsewomen if they're available. If they're available, sure. I mean, they should be a main event of WrestleMania in their own, to be honest with you. But guys, thank you all so much. I'm going to make sure that we don't have any other Humper chats. But if you want to get some answered before the AEW show, I'm going to try to pop up on there tonight. Thank you guys so much. You all uh, did so great with donating super chats today on a short notice show when YouTube has really been screwing with us. YouTube was down today. The whole platform was down today. Was it? For a bunch of... Yeah, YouTube down was trending today, Jimmy. Wow, I've been wow. trying to tell you. They fumbled it. They fumbled the bag. They People, leave comments. Straight. Please help the algorithm. Yes, please leave comments on this actual video, not just the, the live chat, but tell us what you like, what you didn't like. It helps us so much, and we are really fighting an uphill battle with this algorithm right now. Because since we switched to the live uh, shorts videos tab, it's really screwed us over. Uh, and they claim they're going to work on it, but unfortunately, I have seen them say that far too many times. They have literally taken our channel away from us for months at a time, based on their errors as well. So, leave us a thumbs up; it would mean an awful lot. Check out our Dax Hardwood interview. I got Billy Starks coming up on Friday. I'm I'm just so happy uh kentucky young legend here check that out no we ain't moving to daily motion we're already (laughs) simulcasting on twitch guys until next time we're out
2: everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist fitting into their schedule and of course the cost well BetterHelp can solve those problems it's totally online and built around your schedule it's surprisingly affordable too Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.
1: This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping.